All right, my friends, today I'm going to discuss with you uh, something called, and I'm going to be uh, stealing this line. Well, not stealing it, I'm going to be attributing it. It's called The Power of Nightmares. The Power of Nightmares was a 2004 piece, I believe, from the BBC, which basically dealt with the idea and the, the aspect that nothing motivates people more than fear. Fear that does not necessarily have a solution. There's nothing better than getting people absolutely ginned out of their mind, not in the alcoholic sense, but in this cacophonous reaction to what's going on. The power of nightmares, the idea of instilling fear, and how this notion of the Hegelian dialectic, I know that sounds corny and it sounds rather unnecessarily complicated, but it is one of the most perfect theories and hypotheses ever available to explain the best way to mobilize and to motivate uh, a, a people. But first, before we get going, it is time to, as we used to say in the business, ring the cash register and tell you about our great sponsor that makes this possible. Now, over the years, you've probably tried different investments in stocks and mutual funds, so you know they can be volatile and unpredictable. But with inflation running at its highest rate for 40 years, do you want volatility and uncertainty? Being able to sleep at night knowing your investment isn't about to crash is worth its weight in gold. And speaking of gold, if you've been jumping from one investment idea to the next, a gold IRA with Noble Gold is perfect for you. A reliable hedge against inflation just fell in our laps. With gold, you shield your gains from taxes. You keep the real value of your wealth. You own a global asset, something tangible, and you can help protect your wealth against an economic crash. Now, what's not to like? And this month, for every IRA above 20K, you'll get an incredible three-ounce silver American virtue coin, completely free as a thank you. So call 877-646-5347. Call now to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Show me what your fears are, and you've told me everything about you. Show me what your terror is. Show me what your sense of fear is. What do you fear? What is it? How do I captivate you by virtue of that which terrorizes you? What is it? The worst thing for any government, for any government, the government in charge, the government that seeks to want to change and to perhaps maybe convert people elsewhere, the worst thing that could ever happen is for them to feel complacent, to feel safe, to feel good, to feel that everything's fine, to feel that everything is terrific, that we're happy. Because if you're happy, you don't need government. If you're happy, you don't need regulation. You don't need the police. You don't need anything. You're self-sufficient. In fact, you might get full-blown anarchic. You might say, you know, I don't even think we need laws. What do we need laws for? What do we need governance? What do we need any of this for? So that cannot happen. So what happens instead is the power of nightmares. And as I said, BBC, there was a wonderful documentary in, I think it was 2004. It changed my life. And what it did was it explained that in order for you to conceive of an enemy, in order for you to think of someone that poses an existential threat to you, this person has to be completely 
different, antithetical to you, can in no way share anything, any comparisons whatsoever. Now, right after, right after, I mean, I can go back to World War II, but let's think more uh, clearly. In, in 2001, right, right after 9-11, we had this notion of this, think about this, this boogeyman, this horror, this nightmare that did what? He hated our freedom. It was one of the vaguest excuses I've ever heard for anybody who wants to do us harm because they hate our freedom. And these were people from foreign lands, from different religions, who spoke different languages, wore different clothing, different hats, different uh, gods, different everything. The more alien they looked, the better. And it was perfect because one of the motivating aspects post 9-11 was this sense of dread. You never know when they're going to attack. You've got 1.5 billion Muslims involved in this thing called jihad. And we didn't know, my God, we couldn't get their names right. Everything was so different. And we were so terrified and so absolutely bamboozled by this attack. What was the purpose of this? What was the, what do, what do you become? What do you want? And because at the time, people were not really necessarily taking claim for this. Bin Laden at the time, in fact, there was a CNN article, if I recall correctly, who said, I don't know what you're talking about. So he was even more problematic. Well, then, as we learn more, we understood specifically what it was, what it was that they represented. This existential threat. These people that were so frightening. So unbelievably horrible. That we just said to our government, whatever you want to do, fix it. Because the problem that was created, created or just happened. I'm not saying it was created. I'm just saying it happened. Pearl Harbor, 9-11, that was this problem. This initial invasion, think almost like a virus, followed by freak out, the reaction. Dear God, what do we do? We're not safe. Where do we go? Where do we go? What do we do? How do we react? What do we do? Please, somebody help us. Then all of a sudden, almost like the, I guess you would call it the the good guys, the white hats, over the horizon, they came. Department of Homeland Security, Pentagon, the government, the federal government, we're here to help you. Color-coded threat levels. If you see something, say something. Be suspicious, but we're going to get through this together. But you need us. Absolutely, government, whatever you say. Whatever you say. Then there were these things they made us do. And you know, if I didn't know better, I would always say that every every situation like this involves some kind of a behavior that is part and parcel with this, I don't know what the word is, this retinue or this 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 series of behaviors 
that have nothing really to do with anything. We saw it with the airport. We saw it with planes. Oh, absolutely. We saw it with planes. Take your shoes off. Put your shoes on. Give us your shampoo. Keep your shampoo. Wait in line. Go through. Go through. Remember Rapiscan, this ionizing, backscatter, radiation tube. Go through it. Then there was a millimeter wave as well. We want to make sure you're, you're not packing anything. And we said, of course, absolutely. But some people went through it and some people didn't. It's odd. To almost condition you to the fact that we have rules, but the rules may not necessarily always be perfect. Some of the, they may seem kind of inconsistent. We understand that. But you're going to do this, right? Oh, Absolutely. Think about that. Think about what that went through. Think, think immediately. And it was right around the time of the shoe bomber. Remember that guy? Right? Almost, almost immediately. Almost immediately there was this installation of this process, these scanning devices. And then we heard the horrors. Then we had the federalization, very important, TSA. Federalized sky caps, many of them great people, some of them not so great. But all of a sudden they wore blue and they were in charge. Federalizing. Remember something. This is something that you should always be aware of. And we're seeing it sometimes now, we're seeing a lot of it now especially when it comes to crime that is occurring in cities and the like. This is very, very important, very, very critical. You must recognize that ideally, municipal police, state police, county police, individual jurisdictions, this this is not consistent with more of a, oh, shall I say, a one-world now think about this. In fact, one of the best ways to ensure the federalization of a police force is to have situations become so untenable, so scary. For example, in Chicago, or where there's where there's, there's rampant shooting, that the people react to the problem, turn to the government, and say, "Please help us." And then a Lori Lightfoot or somebody will say, "Okay, we're going to turn to the federal government and federalize this." Whenever the federalization of something takes into place, it makes the consolidation of power even easier and more efficient. And some might argue, specifically, they might argue, you know, that kind of makes sense. Maybe that's a, maybe that, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Yes, we'll do that. We'll use that. That's better. Uh Uh-huh. Federalizing is better. After all, the feds are better able to handle this sort of thing. Remember? And it was this weird, it was this, to make matters even more complicated, to this fear factor. There was the elimination completely, almost, of what was the, was posse comitatus, this firewall between federal government, the military, and private civilian law enforcement. You couldn't really tell who was who. 
And after 9-11, with the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, all of a sudden cities, some cities had MRAPs and some pretty serious military hardware that we used in the war on terror. The war. And these words are critical. Because what you see right now is you're seeing this transformation. Why? Because of, to use the original term, the power of nightmares, the power of trying to address and quell and and answer your fears. And whenever people are afraid of anything, whether it's uh, monkeypox or COVID or syphilis or AIDS or secondhand smoke or name it, whenever people are told, be afraid of this, then that fear becomes concentrated and it also becomes almost choreographed. It becomes very, very organized. And pretty soon from that initial fear factor, you have the most incredible matrix, the most incredible undergirding and and organization, if you will, of, of means and systems to handle that fear. Oh, it's beautiful. It's Hegel. Problem, reaction, solution. Uh, thesis, antithesis, synthesis. It's, it's perfect. And whenever you think of it, whenever there's a new fear, right now we have monkeypox, the name of that, the name just paralyzes. I don't even know. Maybe it's the sound of it. Chicken pox. Smallpox, which is the worst of the worst. Small monkeypox. Dear God. So notice this. Always know the script. Always know this, dare I say, this balletic review that we see. All because of, again using this incredible term, the power of nightmares. And now you may count, uh, what am I trying to counsel? You may cancel. Let me try this in English. It's new teeth here. You may comment as you see fit.